So how do you create generational wealth for you and your family without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, or sacrificing that special time with your family and friends? And how to run your business like a true CEO? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. Hi, I'm Elena Dacus, and I'm a founder and CEO of Bossy Hills. And for the last 20 years, I have been buying and selling companies. I have bought and sold over 50 companies worth over 10 billion US dollars and open the lids to hundreds of businesses to see what works from the inside. Why is it that one company has everything going for it? Celebrity status, huge following, but underneath it all the founder is trapped within its business, hating its clients, can't exit and can't scale. And those elements over the last 20 years what successful companies had in common and what failed businesses missed to implement is what I have put into my signature framework powerhouse CEO. And those are the insights I will be sharing with you every single week. Hi, guys. Uh, We have a special episode for you today. We're going to really dive deep into how to drive more traffic and more eyeballs for your business and your office. So if you have been thinking, how do I get more visible online organically without paying thousands on ads? How to bring more spotlights to my amazing product, my service, my office? Well, you are in the right place today. I have an amazing expert with me today, Michelle Thames. And we're going to be talking exactly about this thing. Michelle, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. Could you tell us a little bit more about your business, what you do and who you help? Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. So I am Michelle Thames. I am a marketing and monetization strategist and I help online business owners to build marketing strategy. So social media is a part of your marketing strategy. And I really feel and know from experience that social media can help get you visible. So I started out in this space as a natural hair influencer in the beauty space. So I had created a blog back in 2009 about natural hair, helping other women. So I was reviewing hair products and uh, created a YouTube channel. So I really started to immerse myself in the social media world. And I started to see, wow, I'm building a personal brand. I am now working with brands and making money from this. And so once I really learned more about marketing and social media, I knew that I had to help other people do the same thing because I was fired from my job in healthcare in 2016. And so fortunately for me, I had this side hustle to fall back on, which I have created a full-time career and business around. So I am 100% for positive social media, because I know that people can look at it in a negative light, but positive social media to help build your business, like you said, give more eyes on your products and services and use it um, in a way that you can grow and scale. So um, I love all things social media. So this is going to be a great chat. Amazing, amazing. Well, let's dive deep straight into it. So I guess especially in 2023, when we record in this episode, there's so many options for social media platforms. You know, people talk about TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. So I guess where do you spend your time on most or what have you seen biggest success and biggest results on? And tell us more about that. 
Yeah. So for me, I've definitely seen a lot of great results with Instagram, but this is what I want to tell everyone listening. I know that there are so many social media experts and people online telling you like what to do, but the reality is, is that you have to hang out where your ideal client and customer is hanging out. I know my ideal client and customer is hanging out on Instagram because they are millennial. I'm a millennial. And so I know there's a lot of millennials who use Instagram and leverage it for business and also Facebook. Facebook is probably my second platform. A lot of people have forgotten about Facebook, but I have not. I make a lot of sales on Facebook. I make a lot of connections, business deals, you know, speaking engagements. I use it for different purposes. So you have to think about where your ideal customer is, but also what are you utilizing the platform for? I would say the third thing in my arsenal of marketing is an email list. I email my list probably every day. I started out in the beginning not emailing enough, but that is where the real relationship building and how people are really going to convert is via your email list. They're giving up that to you and you can talk to them, nurture them, you know, do what you need to do there. So I really spend my time in those three places and then my podcast, which is a whole nother layer to your personal brand that you can leverage to also build relationships and sales. So I think you have to, with all the choices, say, okay, my ideal customer, and you might be your ideal customer. I'm my ideal person. I want easy marketing, easy social media simplified. And so I created a brand to help other people simplify social media. I know there's a lot of millennials like me who have used the internet and they have utilized this stuff, but sometimes it can be overwhelming. It's too much. So what I've done is taken the time to say, okay, I'm going to help these people. And so I help. And the large majority of people who follow me are within my age range, what I'm talking about. So 35 to 45, but also Generation X. Um, I'm sorry, is it yet Gen X? Because, you know, Gen Z, it's, it's a lot of generations. Hey, I'll get confused with the different. <laughs> the generation before me also was, you know, they know about social media marketing, but they're like, oh, it's too much. And so again, I simplify it for them and break it down. So you really do have to dig deep in your analytics and really go based off your ideal client and where they're hanging out. And then I think that will clarify it for you. So your person may be on YouTube. So I'm giving you my way, but my people are on Instagram. Your people may be on YouTube. Your people may be on TikTok. So you really just have to, um, like I said, think about your ideal client and where they're hanging out. Yeah. And let's maybe just explain this a little bit if someone doesn't quite understand what we mean. So would we say on gen in general terms, you know, people that on TikTok, I mean, I guess it's changing now where we've seen older people joining TikToks and they're using more for educational. So the statistics certainly is changing. So I think that's important to note. Uh, but kind of it's normally been, you know, TikTok is really designed for 20 year olds. Um I've actually heard someone, uh, a business meeting I was having, and I was having a conversation with one of the kind of very well-known, one of the best TikTok experts, or driving traffic TikTok experts, and the advice he gave to, and this was a group of very experienced, mature um, uh, entrepreneurs, and they were all kind of 35, 45, 47 type of range, age range. And his advice was, yes, TikTok is great, growing platform, but a lot of your content needs to be designed for a 20-year-old. So which is why you'll see people like Alex Hermosi, who's of course been on the on my podcast. He will always say things like, if I was 20-year-old, this is what I would do. If I were to start all over, this is what I will do. And then there's a reason why they do it. The reason why is because the majority of traffic on TikTok is really that 20 
20 to 30, I don't know, probably 15 to 30 uh, age bracket. So you have to not forget. I think this, they're the ones that are going to drive a lot of traffic. And then, yes, there are going to be others, but they're going to be more almost an aftermath. I don't know whether you would agree with that. Oh, no. And yes, TikTok is like a totally different platform. And I agree. It is Gen Z. There's a lot of Gen Z on that platform. So yes, you do have to, and that's for any platform, you have to gear your content towards that person on that platform. And yes, the age ranges might skew and it might be different. So that's why you numbers don't lie and like the analytics. So I'm a big numbers person looking at that, but I definitely agree. Um, I'm not on TikTok like that. I know all about TikTok. I'm on there every day, like doing research, but I haven't really dove into like really putting my content out there, but I understand the platform and I agree with you, but I have clients who I work with that use the platform and definitely is a younger crowd. And I do like those videos that if I was 20 years old, this is how I would start my online business. Or if I knew this in my twenties, this is what I would do. So if that's the type of content too, that you are, you know, trying to put out there, I think TikTok is a great place, again, to get that younger audience as well. Yeah, fantastic. So let's dive deeper into Facebook and Instagram. What can we, what can people be thinking about um, in 2023? Kind of what works, what should they prioritize, what they should focus on, and really how should they be thinking about their content strategy? So I guess and this is really designed for business owners and entrepreneurs have their business. Yes, I want to say, let's start with Facebook. I really love Facebook. I think it's the forgotten platform. If you are a coach and consultant, building community is very important. But if you're a brand, it's important as well too. like building a community. You can have a private community using Facebook groups. I think a lot of people think that Facebook groups are dead. They're not. You just have to cultivate and really think about the right people you want in the group. Facebook pages, so they may work for some people still. There's a lot of people who started really early who have hundreds of thousands of followers. And so it can work for them to be an information outlet. I don't think a lot of people engage with Facebook pages, but it is a way to get information out there and people will see it, scroll it, click on it. Um, but Facebook groups, I think, are a great place if you want to build that community. Um, if you want to have like a private community for your membership program or just, you know, in general, a free group where you can offer information, but it's closed off to everyone else. Um, Facebook has also has professional profiles. So your personal Facebook page, I started to add just normal everyday people in 20, I think it was 2019, I stopped just adding my friends and family. And so what I did is just started adding everyone. They could be a business owner. I opened my page so it could be public. And I just started to document and share my journey and share like, like a diary, like a blog, like just sharing what I'm doing, sharing, you know, my content about my business. And this in turn gave me a chance to build another community and more people who are using Facebook, which are in my age range, right? The age range that I'm looking for, but also Facebook created a professional profile. And now people can follow your page and they don't necessarily have to be your friend. And they've given you more tools like scheduling your content out. You can earn tokens or coins and make money with reels. Well, they took that away now, but there's a lot of opportunity. So now you can leverage your personal page in a way that you couldn't before. You could only do that with like a Facebook page, but now your personal page can be a professional page and you can leverage it um, for business purposes. So that's what Amazing. I've been doing with a lot of clients. Um, it's been great. So let's talk about Facebook group because clearly a great place for a community to exist. So any advice in terms of someone who has a, let, maybe let, let's take someone who doesn't have a Facebook group and they want to grow it. What would be the kind of next steps? What can they think about? 
I love doing challenges. So you need to have a lead magnet on how you want to get people into the group. You have to think about, okay, am I going to send an email every Monday and say, hey, don't forget to sign up to my Facebook group. You have to have a way to get those people in and also a plan of what you're going to use the group for. Maybe you just use it for free trainings or you use it in conjunction with a Zoom call. People can join in free with the Facebook group and maybe you have a paid wall to the Zoom. I mean, there's so many different ways to leverage the group. Um, Again, it goes back to what your goals are, but definitely having a lead generation. I love, again, challenges. I do a lot of challenges and masterclasses. So I always use the group to get more people in. And afterwards, I just keep the group going. I recently did an online summit. And so you can't change the name for like 28. So I'm going to change the name and take the word summit out, but still use the group to interact with the attendees and keep people up to date, share my masterclasses and things that I have going on and just continue to build community. So I think that if you want to start a Facebook group, just think about what the intention is, what the goal is going to be, but also that plan to get more people in because you can convert in those groups. But again, you want to provide value. So do free training, share great information and then sell because it is a closed group and you don't have to allow other people to sell in the group. You can just be the group facilitator and of course, share the content and expertise, but um, it can be also a place for other entrepreneurs to connect and people like that. And so that will just help you build community as well. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? So let's dive deeper into maybe Instagram as well. So I know a lot of people use it, Instagram, love and Instagram. So let's talk Instagram. What works? What do you like about it? And what's your content schedule looks like on that Instagram? Oh, I love Instagram. So Instagram recently came out. They talked to some creators and said that this is what they want to see on the platform. Now, I'm saying this as something that Instagram said that is like the starting point. You can take this and you can do your version. But they did say they will favor a post that posts every single day on the on the feed. So meaning you're posting a reel, a carousel. Um, what my plan is in the next 30 days, I decided that I am going to post every single day to Instagram to, because I test things. If you, if Instagram said that this is going to work, I'm going to test it and let everybody know if it worked for me, if I saw growth, I can look at my analytics. So I am posting every day. I have a theme for every day. I think if you have a theme for every day, it will help you create the content better, but also going back to your monthly goals, like what do you have coming up in the month that you need to create content around that's going to be specifically for Instagram. Instagram. So Monday, maybe a real Tuesday, a carousel, real carousel. Think about, you know, what format the post is going to be. You can create templates in Canva. So you can just upload your information right there and using things like AI and chat GPT to help you get this done quicker. Look at AI as a tool to be an assistant to help you create content faster. That's what I've been doing. So my strategy now is to post every single day. I'm posting every day to my stories. They said, don't go overboard with stories. They said two in the morning, two in the afternoon, two in the evening. And that actually cuts down on the amount that you may feel that you have to post, right? Because it's stressful. So maybe share your morning routine and what you have going on and then share a question sticker at night. Like utilize the story features like the questions, the polls, the interaction places where you're clients and customers and people can connect with you that will help bring your page to you know more in the algorithm for people um they also said um 
to go live more. I mean, we we have to, you know, go live. I think one of my strategies is going to be going live at least three times a week. Um, I want to show up in people's algorithm. If it's five or 50 people that come to my live, those are people and you can convert two people. I'm telling you, you can convert one person if it's only three people in there. So you just have to figure out what the strategy is for your live and is it going to be a conversion tour to get people to sign up to go somewhere. Um, also, Instagram has said, please share the content in the right specs, meaning nine by 16 vertical video, not the horizontal video. They are not going to push that in the algorithm. Also, if you are using the TikTok watermark, they're not going to push that either. So there's a app called Snap Tick where you can take off the watermark and that content, you know, you can use the TikTok videos that you create without the watermark. So they are really, you know, paying attention to the format. So with Reels, it is a nine by 16. And if you use Canva, all you have to do is type in like Reel and they will, it'll be in the specs for you. So you can use Canva as a starting point to understand the right specs for the right platforms. Um, They also said that they want you to plot, reply to everybody. So I am replying to all comments with a comment, not with just an emoji. I think if you take the time to really engage and give a really thoughtful response, then it will help build a connection with people. And that will in turn build a like, know, and trust. And people will essentially buy what you're selling, right? So you have to build that connection. Um, and so those are some of the things that I am doing on Instagram. I love Instagram, although yes, it changes but so does everything else. Everything has evolved. We started with MySpace, right? And now look where we're at. Facebook did not start like it, it is now. It started as a wall. You had a wall. You had to upload your pictures on a scanner. So look how far we've come. And so I know there's a lot of pushback and people really don't like Instagram and they hate it. But if you're using it for your business, you have to think about the best way for you and not lean into what everybody else is doing or they're sharing, you know, all these luxury things, but think about what you're using it for. And I think you'll come with a better mindset and a plan on how you can leverage it for visibility. Yeah, exactly. And I think absolutely, it's a free tool. I guess where people are struggling is when this is the only way. I guess the good way to ask, if you didn't have Instagram for a year, what would happen with your business? And if your answer is, well, actually, I would not have a business, I'll be really worried. So I guess that's another way of thinking it. Instagram is great. It's free. Use free. Why not use free if it's available? But don't make it the only and main source of your business because algorithm change you can be, you know, can account get blocked. I've had a lot of clients who had experienced that and it just happens. And then it takes weeks to through customer support and all the rest of it. So this is why I, I talk a lot um, within kind of inside this podcast. There's really alternative ways, but really create and stable cash flow for your business that doesn't necessarily just depend on one platform. Um, that is so important. I think what I loved what you said earlier is also it's about conversion and i think it's so true and this is a really different way of people thinking people think followers likes engagements but actually at the end of the day especially if you're a business owner what matters the most is your sales your conversion because the more sales you make the more impact you are making because you're spreading your service because we know it's people that work closely in your containers that get the best results and as you said you might run a live but if after that live, after you speaking on that live, you get two, five, ten clients, that's an amazing, amazing result. So focus on that rather than how many likes you got, because, you know, that doesn't pay your bills, fortunately. It doesn't pay the bills. And you're right about the multi-integrated marketing. 
2023, you have to have multiple platforms, not just focusing on Instagram. And I, like you said, I do find a lot of people doing that. And I just urge people to think about a multi-channel approach, like a podcast, email, and Instagram or TikTok integrated into that, but having a plan for multiple channels. Yeah, amazing. And let's talk about the um, content planning. How do you plan your content? Do you plan in advance? Is it a month in advance schedule? Do you have it um, kind of scheduled in advance? Do you have captions? What is your routine? What does your flow looks like? And I love that you mentioned chat GPT. I know a lot of our listeners interested in how to integrate that into your workflow for your content. Yeah. So for content planning, I usually take a Sunday to sit down and plan for the next two weeks. Now, I'll be honest. I used to plan like three months in advance. That's crazy. And it's not the way to do it in 2023. I don't think that that's sustainable. So maybe start with two weeks. I don't feel like that's stressful. You won't be overwhelmed. So again, I plan content based on the channel. So I start with probably my email list. I send a Monday email every Monday. So I plan, I could plan that out for like three weeks because I kind of know what I'm talking about. So I go based off the month too and the quarters. So Q2 is coming up. So now I want to focus on, okay, what do I have coming up in April? I have a masterclass. I have this, I have some for my membership. And so I create content around all of those. And then the, also just the normal themes that I will post things about. So for instance, Monday is, Marketing Mindset Monday. So I'm going to share something thought-provoking about marketing that people can apply to their business. Tuesday will be a tip, Wednesday, and so on. So I, I write it all down in a notebook. To be completely honest, I used to do ClickUp and all that, but a notebook has just really helped me. It's just really easy. I write it out. And that way, when I script my reels, I can just write line by line and not do it all, like try to remember everything. So I just write it out in one line and then... um I come back to it. So get it all in one week. And then I will schedule things like carousel. So I use chat GPT for the basis. Like if it's 10 things you should know about AI, I will ask chat GPT, like what are 10 things that creative entrepreneurs need to know about AI or whatever. And then I will take that. And if I like what it says, I tweak it and then copy and paste it right into um, the, the carousel. And then I will schedule the carousels out in Facebook Creator Studio, which is now turning into the meta business suite. And so this is a free tool that you can schedule your content for Facebook and Instagram, totally free. You can see all the analytics and I think it's great. So that's kind of how like I batch by two weeks at a time. And it again, depends on what platform. For something like my podcast, I can do 10 episodes in one day, but I use ChatGPT for the outline and then I just record them all in one day. They're really short, so I can get them all done in one day. Um, again, you have to think about the plan that works best for you. I have a lot of platforms, so I have to think about, okay, this day I'm going to work on the podcast stuff. This day I'm going to do emails and social. This day I'm going to do stuff for my membership program. So you, it, it can be a lot. Um, but again, I've been doing this since I was a teenager. I was on AOL Instant Messenger. So I kind of feel like, if you have those skills of being a digital type of person, just tap into that and figure out the best strategy and plan that doesn't feel so overwhelming. Don't do everything in one sitting. Maybe you do your copy one day and then you create the Canva post in another day. Um, so that's what I do. I don't do my copy all in one day. I'll create the Canva post and then put the copy in another day if that works for you. Again, maybe you could do it all on the same day. But again, don't overwhelm yourself and just do two weeks at a time. And then in between that, when the before the two weeks is up, the second week, plan the next two weeks so that you're always a week ahead that in case anything happens, if there's any 
shutdowns like what happened two years ago on social media. I mean, you could switch up your content and things like that. So just keep it simple. Yeah. What about community on Instagram? How do you feel about that? Um, what are your thoughts on that? I love community on Instagram. They just created broadcast channels, which acts as like SMS text where you can broadcast to your community. They can respond back to you, but you can share all the latest updates and they can like, they can respond to polls. Um, I think building community is number one on Instagram because people want to connect. They don't, they no longer want to, it's not a transaction. People want an actual connection with the person. So if you own a business, if you are someone who maybe you're an author, a podcaster, I think that we do have to have some accessibility to build relationships with people. If you're in this to help people, I'm in this to help people. And so I respond to everybody. I have built a community of supporters. I feel like my Instagram community supports me. If I share that, oh, I'm going through something, I get messages from people. And that matters to me because I feel like I'm showing up to do, you know, what God has sent me to do to help people. And then in turn, I build a community who supports me in my business. So like, I don't feel alone in this because I've used social media and Instagram in these places to build relationships with people who I would have never met. So if you're looking to build community, I think that you have to think about, what type of community you want to see and be that person to build that. But you have to talk to people like social media is social. So that is what it's for. Um, and I think community is very important if you're trying yeah. to build you know, Instagram. And I guess it can be in the comment section where people can talk to themselves because I guess one of the beautiful things of Facebook groups is that you're not necessarily involved in every conversation. People talk within themselves and they get a lot of value out of that. So I guess in the Instagram, that you just it's the comment sections where these conversations can happen. Uh, less frequent I guess that's obvious than Facebook group I think by the definition Facebook group is just more kind of designed for that uh, but yeah I'm just interested so indeed but I guess it can happen right it can happen in lives it can happen in comment section and I guess it's a different type of post it's a type of post that um, engage the person to start a conversation so especially posts that what about you people love to talk about themselves so anything when they can share their experience who they are always works well if you're looking for that community build amazing michelle there's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast today so tell our listeners what have you got going on what where, where they can find more about you your business and of course we'll drop all the links in the show notes as well Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This has been such a great episode. You can find me on Instagram. I love hanging out on Instagram. So definitely come check me out there. I also have a podcast, Social Media Decoded, um, that you're going to be also a guest on too. So you have to make sure you check out that episode when that drops as well. Um, but yeah, I really hang out on Instagram a lot and I have a lot of free, amazing tools. Like if you want to know the best AI prompts to help you in your content creation, I have a freebie for that. So you can just, um, Click on what'll be in the show notes and it'll take you to that AI freebie. Amazing. Thanks so much, Michelle. Thank you so much. Bye. One of the problems so many outstanding experts face is what I call an invisible expert trap. This is where you post three to four times a week and 70% of your content is incredible information. And this information itself can change people's lives. But no one seems to care. No one's asking to buy from you every day. And the truth is you're not quite sure where your next client is coming from. And business feels really unstable. You don't have consistent sales or consistent cash flow in your business. And 
you can't predict how much money you're going to make in the next month or the next quarter. This is what I see so many outstanding coaches, experts, service providers face. Even though their results are incredible, they have client testimonials, people tell them all the time, I'm not sure why you're not fully booked. If that sounds like you, I have something very special for you. I'm running an incredibly powerful masterclass where I will show you how to avoid this trap, how to create consistent sales in your business and how to turn your business into a cash generating machine. All you need to do is send me an email on contact at bossyheels.com or send me a DM on Instagram on Bossy Heels Club and I will send you an invite.